take a little time A little time to think things over Welcome back to another episode of Suds in Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. Uh, I'm Josh. This is episode number 20. Uh, today we're going to be reviewing The Lovebirds and Extraordinary. Classics. Some of the things we've been <laughs> watching. What's new with you guys? Anything? Mm, the world's going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. We experienced it firsthand. Yeah, we got tear gassed. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, no, we got full right on in the face this. and I speared him <laughs> story as I was being batoned down no. and tased the same time. <laughs> no. So we were, you know, Nashville was open. Michigan wasn't open, opening mm-hmm. up soon, be able to go restaurant stuff. Finally, why I just get that experience again. So we all decided to go to Nashville. Yep. And first night was cool. And then second night gonna go downtown finally like see the actual broadway right so we're walking down broadway <laughs> it and we walked like a mile to get there right yeah we walked a minute we walked like a mile to get to broadway <laughs> <laughs> finally get on broadway see a bunch of like graffiti and stuff everywhere we're like oh protests are going on cool cool walking this one kid's like can you help me open my bag we're like what i'm just staring at him he's like I burned my hand on a tear gas canister. We're like, oh. Well, so, I, I, he was like, he opened my bag. I'm like, sure, man. I start opening it. And that's when he said a tear gas. I'm like, oh. So I open it up like yeah, a like, centimeter and hand it to him. And then he opened it and like poured water out over his hand. That probably should have been our warning. Like, maybe we should just go back. But we were meeting. Well, uh, we also knew that somebody said that bars were closing when we were walking down there. But we but were that we were close. like, yeah, we might as well see it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Walked past that. <laughs> Obviously, a little more <laughs> more protests and stuff going on. So, but we're going to meet people. People are yelling at each other. Yeah, and we're just like bu- like drunk walking through the streets, like through. walking through, just walking through. And then all of a sudden, I'm we're getting to the bottom, like uh, or the end of the street, and I was like, "Ow!" I'm like rubbing, like I kept needing to rub my eyes. And I was trying to touch my eyes. I thought I got like something in my eyes. I'm like, ah. My eyes are just wa- watering so bad. And I'm like, guys, my eyes are burnt. And like, I'm like feeling this. And I'm like, am I, what's going on? I look back. His eyes are, are filled with tears. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, what is it? Why are my eyes burning? Still, you know, probably should have connected the dots that a kid that we just met a few seconds ago had to touch a tear well, gas. We just never, you never, never you don't it before, think that. Just... So, and then other people are walking by, rubbing their eyes and like coughing a little bit. We're like, they're like, oh, they launched tear gas like a couple blocks down from us. We're like, that's why. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it was crazy. It, it was really uncomfortable for like ten minutes. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. I could like my nose was yeah. Burning. Well, I was wearing that mask and then got a little bit stuck in the mask because like the next day I put the mask on, my eye immediately started burning. Didn't know it would stay, but apparently it does. Yeah. So we got tear gassed. So for riding, because we were riding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a crazy time. That's the only new thing we have. I think. Check that off the list. Nashville, check. Tear gas, check. Two check. two, two checks. <laughs> oh wait. Get serenaded too by Oh, Michael Ray. Yeah. Country <laughs> music star. Didn't know who he was. No idea who this guy is. <laughs> So country fans do know how 
how big he is. I'm sure that's most of our base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never know. So yeah, we met him. That was pretty cool. That was a kind of weird story too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're like sitting there and this, we just see this guy like taking with a big camera and like walking around with a uh, bunch of clothes. And we're like, what are you doing? And he goes, we're filming a shoot here later with a star or something. We I don't like, know what he said. Don't know why he's being so cryptic. Yeah. Creepy guy throughout the trip. Yeah. Cr- he was like being really cryptic and like, oh, he just says, we'll let you know he has a million followers on Instagram. We're like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. You won't tell us who it is. And he has a million followers, but by chance. Sure. Cool. Yeah. So like he leaves. To be fair, doesn't have a million followers. No, it is. That is not. He was a half false a statement. million followers. Um, but he said he'll be back at three. So we're like, okay, whatever. We hung out by the pool and three o'clock hits. He's not there. <laughs> three thirty hits. We're like, yeah, we're like, this is bullshit. This guy, of course <laughs> he didn't show up. We're just a bunch of young people drunk. <laughs> four o'clock hits nothing we're at like our airbnb at our airbnb we start getting, we start getting ready it's like 4 30 and we see him walk back i'm like oh there he is like i saw him walk into the our building that we were staying in and then five minutes later they walk out and i'm like holy shit that's michael ray and then everyone's like who no. well <laughs> jacob was like who's michael ray he's like okay i'm like oh you know him is he a friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought no I thought literally it was like a friend he's like oh I know him it's Michael Ray yeah. I'm like oh who's Michael Ray and then cool. like so there's like 10 of us six of us knew who he was so they're all like <laughs> going crazy and I'm I'm like Jacob's like leans over and he goes which one is he <laughs> I don't know who the, so I'm one, like I'm guessing no I said what did I say I'm, I'm guessing, guessing the one with the tats the tribal tats the tribal tats and it was I was like yep that's him <laughs> so then we ended up taking pictures with him. Didn't make any cut. <laughs> None of us are in the, the pictures. We took the pictures. So Nashville was great. Nashville. <laughs> hell of a time. Something crazy <laughs> happens every night you're there. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. Based off experience. All right. Well, we got a beer here. This was my pick. Um, State your name, please. Just, uh, uh, state your name for the microphone. Try this out because it was something, something different. I've never had watermelon flavored beer, or you know, brewed with watermelon, so not watermelon flavored. But this is called Hell or High Watermelon. So <laughs> cool movie tie-in, Hell or High Water. Great movie. Uh, this is from Twenty First Amendment Brewery, and so this is actually our second beer from that brewery, and it's also a seasonal uh, release because we did. Tasty IPA from them also. That's the one with uh, Ben Franklin in it. Is yep. this the first uh, brewery to show up twice other now? Other, I mean, the second <laughs> one to show up twice other than Founders? Um, other than a Michigan. Yeah. Did we, is, has there been another one? I don't think, I don't so. think so. Bells, no. I don't no. think we've even done more than one bell. Have we done bells Any yet? bells? I don't know. We haven't Good. done bells yet. <laughs> I think we've done bells yet. Good trivia question for the diehards. For the fans, yeah. The <laughs> we know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll just read that description here. In the pursuit of innovative beer, there is no obstacle too great, no journey too long, no fruit too gigantic. This American wheat beer is brewed with real watermelon for a flavor that's surprisingly crisp, dry, and refreshing. Summer in a can. Uh, It's a wheat beer brewed with watermelons. 4.9% ABV. 
even has the IBUs on here, which is 17. So that's very very low. low. Extremely low. Probably the watermelon. You wanna, I don't think there's anything else. You want to crack this open and try it? Let's do it. Taste. Exactly how you think it would. <laughs> oh, that's not terrible. It, it tastes like a watermelon popsicle that melted and then you poured it into beer. Yeah. Which so it's got a weird there's weird bitterness. There's yeah, there's definitely a group. There's a a type certain people say that anything watermelon flavored is is not good. Like watermelon, watermelon, they like watermelon, but everything watermelon flavored is bad. I'm like there. I'm it's like kinda, usually it's, there. It's kind of like that. <laughs> I disagree with that though. The I, only thing I like water I like Jolly Ranch like water Well, that's jolly the only ranch. thing that's good though. Name another watermelon thing you like. Uh, I can't. Okay. Yeah, it's um like watermelon high noons or like like I don't want it. <laughs> even like even watermelon like in water is just like so weird tasting. You know another one I feel that about what? bananas. <laughs> Banana bread though is amazing. But that has bananas in it. Oh, you're saying yep. anything that's meant to taste like Yeah, banana. it tastes horrible. Like Well, because this any, like like high noon has watermelon juice flavor thing is disgusting. But like you, I bet you, Disgusting. I feel like you could squeeze a watermelon and I would drink the liquid and it wouldn't be the same. I think it would be worse tasting. That's what I'm saying. It's the texture. But so by like bananas, there's no like banana juice, whereas High Noon has watermelon juice in it. So it's actual watermelon. Mm. So it has watermelon in it. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. And the banana flavor but banana, is there's based like, off, like an artificial, like banana yeah. or something that's extinct or like banana actually read that or banana laffy either. taffy doesn't doesn't taste banana but i digress this is so, not my favorite no 21st I mean, amendment if we were sitting one for two. on a boat right now i would love this beer i don't, I don't know. think so. so i'd rather just drink some bush light i Hot feel taste. like it's too much middle road it's like with the watermelon it should just went sweeter if it, it like, see or went more beer like me me coming up in the brewery we've always like most of the brewers I've worked with always say you want it to be beer first with a hint of flavor. Right, of and I, I think that this is like pretty spot on. Well, like I this is this exactly is as far as the flavor profile, is, but I, I just, just don't agree. I don't like. The, oh, yeah. The but if I was going to be watermelon. like, hey, I want a watermelon wheat. This is how I'd make it. Sure. So it's like perfect yeah. for what you for what like it they're is. like. This you're either gonna love it or hate it because like if you're seeking this out and you love watermelon shit like yeah like you said <laughs> this, this is, is how you would make it it's probably well made but it doesn't have to appeal to our taste oh no not at all so I mean, it but I personally like it. yeah it's probably probably is well made like you said beer forward hint of watermelon but not personally I don't I just like don't it. think the combo works man. I mean I might order I don't know if I would like to excuse me. Try this on um, draft. I think on draft would be really good. Maybe. So you can get point one ratings on Untapped with our pro status. You gonna give us a point one? You no, I'm saying oh, you can Jesus. do point I'm like, one. It's not that bad. You're the one who likes to have a hundred. I'm just saying <laughs> you can do it now. It don't goes that much. Yeah, huh? because we're a supporter now. We can be. So we probably already said this in the last episode or the other episode that had Twenty First Amendment also, but should say that they're from San Leandro, California. But this was actually canned, I believe, in, in Utica, because that's what it says on the can. So I'm wondering if they it's have two locations brewery. now. 
It says regional brewery on their page. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to rate it. Though. I think it does work better for this app, though. Maybe I'll start rating after my 1500th beer. No, nope, I already did. I wanted that 2.6 rating. Slightly above average. I am at, drum roll please, <laughs> 1384. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. We are going to get into The Lovebirds. Uh, the Lovebirds is directed by Michael Showalter, written by Aaron Abrams and Brendan Gall. JJ uh, stars sister. Issa Rae, Kumail Nanjani, Paul Sparks, Anna Camp, um, Nicholas Parsons, Kyle Bornheimer, a few other people. Uh, Plot synopsis reads: A couple experiences a defining moment in their relationship when they are when they are unintentionally embroiled in a murder mystery. Let's take a listen to a clip. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are we? We're the people who want some answers, bitch. The bigger question is, who the fuck are you? What are you doing in my fucking room? Uh, we're here. Ow! Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would we do that? That's what you want to know. We're asking the questions. And the answers to our questions better be answers. But the answers to your questions are going to be my fists. What did you guys think of The Lovebirds? I liked it. It was like... So, story, it's not great, but it moved the plot. I don't think it was, like, important at all. So, it just drove it, the story forward to each beat that they want to do. I think the best part, the thing that definitely worked for me, was the chemistry between the two leads. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was a real chemistry there. Even from the start to their argument. Like, that argument was, like, how long was that argument? A while. It was really long it was like the first one yeah right near the beginning and it was flowing so well and that was part was hilarious about the amazing race and everything like it felt pretty real with kind of how stupid arguments can get i guess but also a lot wittier than most people are going to be in an argument and it made me laugh quite a bit it was. It had like all the slapstick parts you needed, all the chemistry you needed between the leads, and yeah, it made me laugh. So, yeah, I just I thought it was just very average, like comedy. Well, my average is lower than most averages because I hate comedies. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, like, that's why that's why it average, was above average for me yeah, because an average I comedy to me is like. Like a two star, you know, like that's like I wouldn't watch unless some movies like, you know, like Step Brothers or something that's like actually funny. Like you're unless you're like a really, really funny movie, it's not going to be any higher than like two stars for me because I hate comedies. But this one was very average. I did like the chemistry, but I mean, it was like, I don't know. I just didn't love it, I guess. It's one that you can, like, have a date, you know, have over, play it, don't have to pay attention too much, but you can get, like, the parts, and the parts you pay attention to are funny, and then the story doesn't matter as much, because it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, my my favorite scene yeah. was the one where they were interrogating the kid. Oh, the f- okay. Um, 
I thought that was bitch. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was bad, like pretty bad. Um, for it being a comedy, I think I laughed, maybe chuckled once or twice. That's mostly just because I like Kumail Nanjiani. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty overwritten and didn't really feel very real or definitely wasn't funny. Just the whole setup was bad. And like they do a flash forward of four years. So like what what they like how they talk to each other and stuff like that, like four years later just didn't seem as real, like a four year relationship. If you think about how long that is, like I think I like that it and I don't mind that it was felt written and stuff. But if it's going to be feel that way, then have that stuff be funny because the argument, like you said, they have this this funny argument in the beginning. But to me, that felt overwritten and then not wasn't really that funny either. So it didn't feel real because this is four years later and then it wasn't funny on top of that. So everything just, yeah, a lot of that stuff didn't work. And just the whole plot and everything, like it did feel more plotting than it should have. Like it felt like what you're saying is like everything was just to move them forward and get them to the next place, to the next place. It just felt, I very much felt that throughout the time. Like I don't think it was trying not plot point. I think it was very intentional to yeah but each set but each uh scene like they go from i can name the plot points you know like the them being interrogated in the in the barn or whatever that scene was just like i was rolling my eyes or whatever the oil and the horse was like what is going on then the the frat guy scene with the photographs i was rolling my eyes everything there and then like that was funny all of those scenes like they set up these uh yeah they set up these moments and none of them are paying off especially comedically I laughed like 10. So, 15, I don't know. 10 uh, times, probably. Yeah. <laughs> There's no more than 10, but it was, I would say 10. I don't, I didn't even have high expectations either, but I was shocked to find out. I had out. very low expectations. I think I knew so it. Did I. I think I remember when I looked it up afterwards, I remembered this, but not until then, that it was directed by Michael Showalter. If you don't know who that is, he directed The Big Sick, which was, mm. cri- I mean, everybody loved that movie. And I like it a lot. I don't love it as much as everybody else, but. I like that a lot. Never seen that. And then there's Wet Hot American Summer. I as a Never comedy, I love Wet Hot American Summer. I think The Big Sick is more of just like a good rom com, like a really good rom com. Mm-hmm. And then this is just not funny, and it's not a good rom com. So I don't know what the heck happened. I don't. I guess I didn't see any of his movies, so I don't have yeah. anything to go off of. What's it? oh yeah yeah yeah. So he's worked with that guy like multiple times, Camille. Yeah, or definitely Kamal. in The Big Sick, obviously. Um, trying to think of everything else he's done, but yeah, if you want to get into details, I don't really think there's many spoilers. But if if you care no, about spoilers, it doesn't matter at all. Avoid them now. <laughs> they all die. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought the setup in general was kind of like getting you into the movie. The setup was kind of bad to start so then it just it gets worse from there but yeah for me i thought like most of it was fine but the ending is when it just like really unraveled and lost itself trying to remember the end yeah the end is it's just like yeah they get like it's like oh no you guys are fine this whole time and then this one cop is gonna the one that you were talking about is gonna take (laughs) yeah this was better than that though oh yeah probably a little bit better movie but the end. Well, I don't know. I think I might actually like uh, at least Coffee and Cream had funny parts in it. Oh, so I didn't that's laugh. what saves. I didn't laugh at all. Like in Coffee and Cream, I was like cringing half the time. 
Dude, the freaking the at least the the gang members in Coffee and Cream. Oh, are the F- one way- guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't ba- laugh. Batch I laughed seriously twice in this movie. I think total, and they weren't even that. They were like chuckles. I seriously I did not I don't really find this funny at all. At any movies. But that's what it's going for. They're like so much of it is going for comedy, and you can tell. So is Coffee and Cream. Yeah, and it's, it's it, a Netflix it has comedy. More so hits I mean. than than has more hits as far as laughs go than this. Not I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. But that's fine. Yeah I, just, yeah, I just didn't think it was funny at all. And then they, they try to mine a lot of like tender sweet moments, you know, and it just comes off as very cliche. Like, you know, those moments that I'm talking about. Yeah. See, I thought those Looks were like it was meant to be intentionally like. Yeah. Like they played because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, you look like you're going to kiss me. Like, yeah. You look like you want to kiss me. No, like, not that. I'm talking about like when he looks at her like. Yeah, I know. But she he's, has like a goofy outfit on or something like that. But he looks at her like all sweet she's and doing endearing. The pink unicorn. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, I saw that coming. And then it's just so cliche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. But that's why I went in with it's really slightly above average so. cliche. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Not much above. But Not much. But I would. That's why I said it's like above. pretty smack dab. If I did it on Joshua's scale, like 2.7. <laughs> 27, I mean. I don't think there's anything else. Yeah, there's nothing to say. I think I, I got the point. If I you want to play like, this movie, I think most people have I would a fine say time it. watching it. And you can just play it on in the background, laugh at some parts. Definitely, I would, I would say watch it. I think it's pretty... Yeah, you can skip this one. <laughs> I've been looking. I I've mean, been focusing on scores more there often there. too. The score was pretty bad in this. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a Netflix. There was movie. a couple not going for anything. Yeah, there was a couple of good out, music. Yeah. There's there's things that happen. There's scores that just kind of you don't even notice them. That means they're mediocre. There's ones that you notice that are really good. And then if you notice them because they're bad, then it's like okay, it's bad. And I noticed it because it was bad. I just felt like Stood a very me. low budget, like generic score. Like I didn't ever, it didn't ever like. Those are the ones though that I never up. noticed. Those are the ones, yeah, those are the ones that are always like, oh, okay. I just felt it was like, I didn't even notice that I noticed at all. That. Like I was listening to it. There was a couple times I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Or I can't, yeah. But I never thought negatively of it. Just but I do there. pay attention to scores. Yeah, it's super paint by the numbers if you can't tell already because yes. there's basically nothing to say. I probably have the most to say about it because I disliked it the most. You guys are close to average, so you have even less to say than me. But I really didn't like it, so I have more to say. But won't won't trash it too much, I guess. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. When I did my score rating in the beginning, <laughs> six for me is it's fine. Yeah, so what's what are you rating it then? A three. Okay. Fine. I gave it a uh, two. I gave it a 1.5. I think anywhere in there is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was floating between two and two. Like and this half. one, I feel like if it was on the background again, I'd be okay. But like anything below like a two and a half, I'm like, can you like change that to something else? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just it feel doesn't like feel like unwatchable, you know? Yeah. It's pretty yeah. easy. No, I, I it was could, an easy watch. I could watch yeah. it again. I just mm. probably wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not going to seek gonna like, it out. Someone puts it on. I'll be like, oh, fuck. Change. This. <laughs> yeah. I will forget everything in this movie in two months. Yeah. You already did in two days. 
<laughs> you were well, like, what was the ending again? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it before you. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to our next review, Extraordinary. Okay, Extraordinary is directed by Mike Ahern and Enda Lohman. So, yeah, this is an Irish film um, written by Damien Fox. Probably Damien, I'm guessing. <laughs> also Mike Ahern. Um, <laughs> has some, it says additional writing credits by Mae Higgins, who stars in it. Uh, also stars Barry Ward, Will Forte, and Claudia O'Doherty. Adorate. So, uh, this came out. <laughs> says 2019, but uh, yeah, it was it was released in 2020 on online for uh, VOD. Yeah. So, plus synopsis reads: Rose, a mostly sweet and lonely Irish driving instructor, must use her supernatural talents to save the daughter of Martin from a washed-up rock star who is using her in a satanic pact to reignite his fame. Uh, let's take a listen to a clip. Do ghosts have feelings? Ghosts like us can be lonely. Stuck between worlds, they spend what little energy they have trying to get people's attention. Ugh, leave me alone. But try as they might, it's hard for them to make any real impact in our world. God. Stop waving at me, Brant. Generally, most people tend to think ghosts are something to be afraid of. Really, they're all just people. Maybe we can help them to move on. What did you guys think of Extraordinary? I also like this one. It was, uh, <laughs> it was another one that didn't like blow me away, but um, I definitely laughed more at this one. But I think the major problem with this is it was the same type of joke throughout the entire time. It never like changed its like style of humor. It was like the same super fast, like kind of funny, awkward little like things. But really fast, really fast speaking just throughout the whole thing. This one has a lot more swings. If we're talking about like comedy like how many swings like how many hits sticks. are there yeah this that's what i'm seeing yeah way more swings if you do like per minute it's like versus every words. minute yeah. is uh trying to make a joke yeah so it's like non-stop which kind of wore me out by the end and i think that's what really hurt it the most for oh, me yeah. me too because the most of them hit for me i feel like i was laughing quite a bit at a lot of the jokes <laughs> i was talking about the giant penis rod thing <laughs> that was pretty funny I love that scene too. Well, I loved when he <laughs> described said, it before. Like, I didn't think him holding it and like pointing it was funny. I, when he just said, "Like, I have a giant, the big dick the, rat or something." No, he's no, he says it's carved a, a something phallus carved carving or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, it's gonna be a dick rod." And then they show it like, "It's, yeah, a, it's a literal dick rod." Dick rod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the way he said it, like, will yeah. his delivery. Like I, that stuff's more funny to me. Yeah. No, it was the whole. There was a lot of it that was funny. It just overstayed its welcome. Yeah. And but overall, I enjoyed it. I thought there wasn't anything special really with like cinematography, cinematography or anything like that. So I will say one thing. Yeah, Uh, I liked when she was. It was right near the beginning. Uh, She was in 
when she was talking to Martin and it in went the car. <laughs> yeah, and she turned away and then the camera followed her to the side. Yeah. And cut him out. Yeah, that was a that was cool. pretty there cool. There was a couple so, cool edits. No, there's yeah. I don't yeah. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's it nothing special. There's a lot of like quick Right. There's it, like it a feels, lot of cool parts, but yeah. overall they didn't like keep up with that. I kept getting like little exciting parts and then it was I think they did. I think there but was like, one think of like there. a think of like a generic comedy where and like how that's filmed like an american generic comedy it's filmed this like was so w- like way better yeah this yeah. is filmed like kinetically and it feels like a comedy so like the way they filmed it was actually like in Adding line with the to, comedy genre yeah, exactly. yeah very like edgar right edgar right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, it was that's very what right. i was thinking <laughs> I, that's where i think they were like going for that yeah. style but they're not as good at it no Clearly less talented. But I liked before that scene and the uh when they did that and the music changed. And it like mm-hmm. it like added a darker filter on her too. Cause she was like like it, her mood changed, so like turning her turning away was like really cool. Oh, I did put another quote I liked in there when it was Forte's character. He's like I forgot his name in it. What was it? Christian. Christian Of course Christian, yeah. Of course, because everything a was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> he said the devil is in the details, but here the details are all right, <laughs> all right. That's what he said. Here the details are all right. Yeah, he had a lot of funny, <laughs> funny lines. Yeah, he was definitely the funniest of. I don't know. I yeah. really liked most of the main character, like the most. Used oh you, no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mind any of them, but I just feel like he was the one where I laughed at the most. You want to say your general thoughts? Oh yeah, overall. Yeah, you know, this one. Now this is slightly above. This is an above average county for me. Um, it wasn't like spectacular, and it did wear out. Like mm-hmm. I was like, "Sweet, it's only an hour and a half. Like that's so short." And then like, and it's like uh, they just then kept, that felt long, and I was it like, kept oh. felt like it was almost ending, and then didn't. Yeah, it was just like a movie on like ADD, and it was just like kept going and going and going. And I was like. Well, there's one part that could have been edited down a lot. Are you talking about uh, the part? Well, I don't want to like say it. Yeah. Like the part where this movie could have been like 80 minutes. Basically from the point where they learn what they have to do to the point to where they get to. So they learn that they have to gather ectoplasm. And then they go from, they do all these scenes and they do, it's weird because they do one scene. The first time they do it, they do it like extended. And I guess that's to kind of show what happens to him and to mm-hmm. put this context into it like this is what happens and this is how it's going to be so then when they do the rest of them are quick cuts like kind of like a montage but that whole thing could have been edited down yeah. just everything with the ectoplasm and the exorcisms yeah that well, was like i thought the dragged whole, so long i thought the whole part after that where she wasn't going to go meet him too i'm like how that the length of that day yeah was like yeah. The rest of the movie was within one day. The and it just felt, I'm like, because she missed, he kept calling her, calling her, calling her. She oh, missed yeah. all those calls. She yeah. was able to go all the way to this to guy's noon. house. By noon. Like, do the lesson, go all the way back, and then, and still have enough time. Like, I'm just like, how long is this day? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. I the, hated the, the that last whole scene part. could have cut down too. Yeah, because the thing that they what do they do with that scene? The only thing he gains from that is he's able to get her scrunchy because he doesn't end up actually going on a driving lesson. They sit in front yeah. of his house the whole time. So nothing really <laughs> comes of that. Girl. Like he could have gotten pulls that. He could have gotten her hair gloves. like another way. The gloves. Are, and she goes, I love okay. That scene. And he just pulls out. And then he pulls pair. out his driving gloves and put those on. 
I love yeah. that part too. It's like, <laughs> um, I guess I should say, just generally, I I think it's below average. I don't think it's terrible, but uh, for me, again, this is a comedy, and obviously, it's going for a lot of laughs, and I didn't laugh. Like there was like a couple. That's all funny comedies parts. for me. Yeah, exactly. So that's bad. <laughs> I just think all comedies are bad. Like if I laugh like five times in a comedy, okay. that was like a, 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 a above average. But comedy. I can I can appreciate comedy and not laugh at it. Also, like I can tell if something is good and well written and supposed to be funny. Maybe it doesn't strike me as that way, but it's supposed like to be what? funny. And it, I don't know. Like I can't give you like a specific example. But like not everything <laughs> in the I office makes me laugh, but there's it's well written and super well made. Yeah, that's and there's a lot of things in this just aren't. Like, it's so easy too for foreign it could have been comedies, really funny like for an Irish, Irish, Irish film, person. British films. Like they have such better, like more clever, like writing and stuff like that for the most part. But everything in this seemed like kind of just like lowbrow and like it was it didn't work really for me. I thought that was the worst part of it too. Was the lowbrow parts? I'm just like, okay, it's like a little bit too much, but it wasn't yeah. enough to like, I don't know, because again, average from most comedies are like just average or lower. So if anything can is like, like me, slightly yeah, better than that. it was a lot of, it was like corny comedy and low. like, I didn't laugh a lot and I didn't really love any of the I'm trying to think of like comedic performances. Like Will Forte stood out and I like Claudia O'Doherty too. Like she was pretty good. Rose. No, the, his, oh, Will his, Forte's yeah. wife, Christian's oh. wife. Yeah. She, I like, love how she had a different name him. for the penis rod. Like yeah. each, I forgot all the names. She had like three different or four different names for it. Yeah. She's um, in love. I don't know if you ever watched yeah, that. Yeah, it was actually Rose yeah. and the other guy that I like didn't like She's Australian. Much. Martin? Right? Yeah. yeah. Martin, when he turned into Bonnie, was funny. Uh, With the like cigarette that. <laughs> that came out. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Because he ending, actually, like, ending he, felt like... Whoop. That was so long. It just that's, went that's way over the That's why I said it was... The day was so long. The second... Like the third act was like, and they throw so much at you too, like in the last scene. Yeah, wow. It's That's what I was saying. Because for me, for me, it could have been higher, but then it just kept shooting itself in the foot with so many things after that. That it started out like higher and just like okay, no, all right, no, it's like chipping itself down. I feel like, but maybe in Ireland this is hilarious. So I feel like uh, there was a lot of jokes that might have appealed to them that we were like. What does that mm, mean? I don't think, I don't think there's anything that went over my head. I just didn't think it was funny or like, like I said, well written or like clever comedy. Mm. Like a lot of stuff like British and like I said, Ireland and stuff like that. The movies that come from there, the comedies at least are you, you that, it's so much more clever than like if you're watching an American comedy, and it's, it's easy to tell and it's it's funny. Have you seen the In Betweeners? <laughs> no. Well. That yeah, was I just hilarious. Look, I just look at like <laughs> the um you look at the reception of it and it's like I used to high. watch like British comedy yeah, quite is, a bit. Who cares? Actually. Well, I'm just saying like maybe the reception is higher because I Irish think it is think it's funny. I think it is well like no, I think it's it doesn't necessarily mean those reviews came from Ireland though. I know that, but maybe like the this, higher reviews. Like this if you look at the technical Ireland. aspects, I do think it's well made and well shot and everything and Maybe this comedy works for some people, but I thought it was dumb and not well written. So that's when you take 
300 swings at jokes and one tenth or less land for me was less than that. And also, that's a lot of eye rolls and not a lot of laughs. I also love Monty Python and Holy Grail. Yeah. And that's a lot of dumb humor. That's a lot of swings. The whole movie. Yeah. But even that there's, there's more like that is going for what something that's way color? more like out there. I'm trying to think of the genre, like what exactly that type of comedy is called where it's just so far fetched that it's not even in the realm of great. I don't know. Great comedy. You know what I'm saying though? <laughs> where it's like, yeah, it's, that's just like so out there. It's, it's like, like that's like Mel Brooks comedy. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's different. This is taking, it, this is satirizing horror, obviously, but it's also has its own plot in that world. And it's just, I don't I, know what they mine from that is, was not that funny. I that was so funny. There was like some really funny parts. I laughed quite a bit. Not for me, but the technical guess, aspects of this is what saves it. Cause I still would rather watch this than lovebirds for sure. Right. Uh, I actually think Lovebirds is more rewatchable than this. Uh, yes. No, I think there's more because there's more swings in this. There's funny. There's probably something that you could pick up again. Jokes that maybe you missed that might be funny, but there's nothing funny about the Lovebirds. You just didn't get it, Kyle. <laughs> you just yeah. don't understand. <laughs> All right, you want to rate this one? Oh, I was gonna say the scene with. When she's driving in the car and she grabs her by the ankle and she's like, I have Chinese coming. Yeah. yeah. And she, the body's just flailing in the yeah, wind. just floating in the wind. <laughs> but see, even that, like, that, that would have been hilarious. good. No, if it was, like, flailing, like, over the top, like, she's, like, whipping in the wind, you know, but it's well, not really like that. She's kind of just dragging her. No, she was, like... She was not flailing that much. She was That's pretty, what I'm saying, though, is not over the top. Flailing. Not an over the top amount, no. Well, they couldn't because she would blow up. But that's what that's that's just contradicting themselves because she's like, oh my god, don't even touch her. They poke the goat with a stick, and they as soon as it touches, it explodes. The and goat she grabs her by the ankle and is, drives. The goat was pretty much awake though. Okay, so grabbing <laughs> her by the ankle and driving away isn't going to wake her up. Well, humans are different. I than didn't, Kyle. Did you watch the movie? I'm Who's saying, this guy? <laughs> I'm saying that that's <laughs> know, not I a reason it. because then it would contradict. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with her grabbing her by the ankle and driving, but. Yeah, you know, that, that also I was like, that should have blown her up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I got it. Yeah. I was being a smart ass. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, though. It was funny. Because I the just, I just took it as it's ridiculous from the beginning. So. Yeah. Yeah, so they should have leaned more into that. They should have went more Monty Python with it, and they didn't. They just tried to have clever, yeah. witty humor, and it wasn't. It wasn't funny. Yeah, it was just... I mean, there was a lot of out there parts. It was pretty funny. <laughs> he did his, his fucking cape that had iron-ons that he colored. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny stuff. It's pretty mm. funny. And he's like doing the uh, ole, ole, ole. Yeah. And then the, he leans down and listens to the teapot and it goes, it's whistling it back at him. <laughs> oh, That's man. so funny. No. You need to watch this again. I think. I'm not watching. I mean, I didn't think no it was way. that funny, but like, I, thinking I back, like, it's pretty funny. Yeah, like maybe I didn't give enough credit <laughs> because there was a decent amount of funny scenes. Like looking back at it, mm-hmm. I love the car part. The way he took off the one glove took so long, and then starts footing on the and other. And she goes, "Okay." 
Oh, I'd like to see. Hey, fun trivia that I read on the x-ray with Amazon Prime. Brought to you by. Jeff Bezos, if you want to sponsor our show. (laughs) No, apparently uh, both the women like are complaining about the men driving, you know, in this. And she's actually, Rose teaches driving, you know, and the neither of them can drive in real life, but both the guys can. Oh, she actually can't drive. Oh, the she act, was teaching. Actress? Yeah, well, Forte, I drive, but she can't actually drive in real life. And then the other uh, Christian Winner's wife c- couldn't drive. Yeah, she can't drive in real What's life. What's her either. name? Claudia O'Doherty. Yep. Yeah, she can't drive either. That's funny. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. There, there you go. You're welcome. Right. Well, now are you ready to read it? Oh, yeah. I gave another three. Uh, two and a half. I gave this a two. All right. Uh, let's move on to what else we watched then. Uh, who wants to start? I can start. Great. So start I watched off. Two, uh, two, one new movie and a one rewatch. Okay. Start with the whatever you want. <laughs> guess maybe I could start with the rewatch. So Kyle rewatched it in the last show, talked about it. So I finally got around because... Like the day after he paid to rent it to watch it, it was on Netflix. So now I watched it on Netflix through a, a VPN. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> legal? I'm not kidding. You can. It's, it's not. You can do it. You're still paying for it. Yeah. So anyway, I finally got to rewatch Uncut Gems, and I liked it better than I liked it before. Same. So I originally gave it four for longtime fans, and. One of my problems that I actually had with it was like the camera work sometimes seemed too fast and then the noise over top of each other of everyone talking, I couldn't get, it was almost too chaotic at times that just made it less comfortable to watch. And while I felt like they were going for that feeling, it didn't make it as enjoyable for me. And I don't know, I actually watched it with subtitles this time. Maybe that made it better or Mm -hmm. the fact... That I was watching it not in theater with the so that was gonna be my first question is so do you think this is a better in home viewing than the theater? I do, yeah. If I had to say it, because I I I gave it a better score, so I liked it better. I just yeah, the sound. I don't know. I was easy. It was much easier for me to understand each of the characters. I maybe the smaller screen, the swinging of the camera and the cuts and everything weren't as jarring as it is on a smaller screen. Um, I, but I did also get a lot to pay more attention to each of the actors like separately. And I forgot what her name is. Uh, Julia, Julia Fox. Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really good in this movie. Like every scene like she does is very believable. And yeah. And I also love how it's not like, like the drama, like he keeps going away, but she like kind of stays consistent and it's not like what you would expect in the relationship. You think she's like using him, which I talked about before, but she's not, it's like a true feeling. And I really like that, how it's not going with the cliche when it could have easily have done it. And even the ending with her winning in the end, I guess still not like perfect for me. Cause he's really annoying. Like, I don't know that, that character that just feels like his character. It is his character, but it's still annoying. So it's so that just like takes away from me because I just I don't like him, but I get it. Like it's really well done, and Am Sandler, I who I don't like, 
as an actor before that movie. Yeah, before that movie, he's amazing in this movie. Oh, yeah. And even Kevin Garnett's great in this movie. Like, but I think that's because of the energy Adam Sandler brought to it. Yeah, but you can have good writing and he he does a good job. I'm saying that the writing is good for his character. Mm. Yeah. I'm not saying that, like, probably the best basketball player, like, one of the best basketball players I've seen act. In a movie, yeah, yeah. Or Brown was pretty good in Trainwrecked. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I have Maybe we should watch it before we do. Well, that's two weeks from now. King Staten Island. Oh yeah, with Pete Davidson. So same yeah. director. Yeah, yeah. Basically, most of the complaints that I had before are addressed, and the soundtrack or score, I mean, is amazing i really liked it yes. more this it's time. safety brothers all the way yeah but i no, it's well it's well, a 24 too yeah. yeah like it and there's so much like i remember like the synth parts of it but then this time i listened there's like this part with like a saxophone i think it was like this jazz with synth in it and it just fit the scene so well and the pumping like just all added together and i just name? felt daniel the, stearns or something like that one oh point tricks never yeah is does a24 like do they inject because i feel like every score that they have has like a no daniel lopatin has like a synth vibe to it a lot of a24 like scores seem to feel like that would just be coincidence yeah it's not it they have nothing to do with i didn't think so but they're pretty hands off yeah i don't know if it's it's like filmmakers choose they find them and then like do i I mean he's one point tricks never is done he did good time and um on good yeah, time. But so i'm guessing like he would do no i still score i think i like this movie better than good time i need to watch good time again. i still like I liked this better than good time yeah originally but good time was i started off good time lower than this movie and that just keeps going up and up baby so see i was i mean this movie so definitely good. went up and yeah yeah it's a great movie it's so good. And it was so rewatchable. I was like, the pacing oh, is good, everything. Love, yeah. yeah. It flew by. It flew by. Well, I it's also it. been I, six I, I like was, yeah, just in. Yeah, but even though like you know everything that's going to happen and it's still just like. Well, you forget a lot. Well, yeah. it's so fucking chaotic. It's so, you forget. If, even it's so frustrating the second time because you know what's happen, going to happen. You just like want to like shake him even more than before. Oh, that was my, that was one of my biggest gripes about it is I hated that. But I just feel like, I mean, but See, that think, was what, what he was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what made it easier on a rewatch was like, yeah. Knowing no. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure but, my score might go up too. Yeah. Really good. All right. So I gave it go? a four and a half. Oh, if, oh you don't have anything. I, say that. I literally would do vacation. Then I, well, we should work. do space force now then. Well, Cause that's the only thing that you have. Episodes in. Yeah. But our general spoiler impressions. Alert, I ain't watching anymore. General impressions. Sure. Space Force. So we were so excited for this. So it's a new Netflix show starring Steve Carell, created by Greg Daniels, who created The Office. Steve Carell. But it's missing one crucial element. The writing staff of The Office. And yeah, definitely BJ Novak. Paul uh, Lieberstein. uh, He did write one. Two, I think. He wrote one Space Force episode. Oh, I thought he wrote. I thought he meant Office. He didn't write that many. Which actual his. A few, I think. Like he, he led them. Which well, I, I mean, they're few, all a yeah. team, a writing team. Right. Still, they they have like lead writers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They help each other, but I just think that yeah, which you can create this show. Write, though? 
Paul Lieberstein. I don't know if it was one that we watched oh. or not. Because maybe that's the best. How many have you seen? Two. We okay. both watched three. You've seen three? Watched I watched one more, yeah. Okay, so we've all seen the first two episodes at least. I'll start with this. Uh, I think it's terrible. I think it's trash. It's a crappy Netflix show. It's not funny. One single bit. The writing is atrocious. And it doesn't know what it wants to be. It's not definitely not a comedy. It tries to be funny. It also goes for like some sweet, genuine moments. So it kind of feels like a family show. Um, and then it also is trying to throw in political satire too. So I don't really, I have no idea what the show wants to do, but I'm done watching it. I'm not going to watch more than two episodes. That's unfair. Yeah. No. I think, I think I'm going to, I didn't want to watch devs after two and I had to, <laughs> I'm going to finish it, but I also also say I don't really, I haven't really liked what I've seen so far. Um, I will say that I actually disliked most of what I've seen so far. I do think there were part. I love seeing like Steve Carell again and everything. I don't like the voice uh, he's doing. I, know, I hate this stupid. Yeah, like dude, he's just, like talking like this. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, like he's why in pain the is whole that? Time. You could talk normally and like why didn't it would be the same? <laughs> it would be better. Yeah, <laughs> like it looks like he's putting on a voice the whole time. Yeah, like rather the voice than doesn't just, do anything for his character. It would be different if it was a voice that sounded like that's the natural voice of the person, but it doesn't. It sounds like he's acting. It's just so weird, like having time. all this talent in there and like not getting anything from any of them like ben schwartz who i also will talk about something else i watched with ben schwartz he's in the show he gets like two lines in the first two episodes i'm like get he's an amazing it's hilarious person like why aren't they getting more out of him and they just give him like just the most cliche things because he's the young guy like social media or whatever but none of his stuff is funny i don't know you were talking about john malkovich too he also is like typical john malkovich yeah but like I think what what he does with what he, he does a lot with what he has I guess it's like he's not working with a lot but somehow he still makes it humorous. Well, that's which, just because of how good he is. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, but that still adds not, yeah, it, something to good. it. Yeah, it still makes the show elevated in that aspect because I mean he he is so good even if he's given yeah not much but maybe I've heard that it gets it it gets gets better by the end i highly doubt it could if it gets better it goes from what absolute trash to mediocre at best i don't want to watch i don't want to waste time watching mediocre tv there's got a lot of other things to watch how many episodes is it 10 yeah i'm already almost halfway through might as well (laughs) power through more hours of this crap to not laugh at all i know it's not gonna be funny there's no way well you already you already know that it's you're already saying that it won't so it won't. yeah if in two episodes i don't laugh one time well two episodes is, is like that's a pilot plus one okay what i mean most so you shows have, don't you even have last a fifth a pilot. you have a fifth of your show like the office was six episodes and almost got cut like that's the, because audiences wouldn't accept it but if you yeah, watch those you episodes it was fir- funny yeah uh, but yeah those episodes people, are funny until everyone parks and rec parks and rec the first one four, was like bad horrible but there are still funny moments in those first. I don't episodes. know the first, single time. I skip the, the first season every time. I have started I would Parks and Rec like four it. times and couldn't get past the first season. I would have to watch it again, but... The first season's bad. And then everyone keeps telling me you have to get past the first season. I haven't You haven't seen past any of it? 
I haven't got past the first season. Oh, skip the first season. All right. If this show gets five seasons and the two, three, four, and five are amazing and everybody loves them. And then you'll I watch go back and watch it. Sure, I'll watch it. But until then, I'm not watching this crap. I don't know. I think not it's funny really at all. I, I had a good, couple good laughs. There's a couple of funny scenes. Oh, the second episode was so bad. I don't second episode remember the, the first second episode. episode. Exactly. Yeah. With the monkey, they dude, half the episode is just them like, oh, okay, the monkey's going to look at it. Okay, grab it. Go. Oh my God, he grabbed <laughs> it. And then like they keep try- going on and on. I'm like, this is not funny I thought it was pretty funny all. when the dog's tail's just in there. They're like, where's the dog? He ate the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So bad. I mean, I don't have expectations from the first two, but I feel like it's going to be a slightly above average comedy. Like, oh no, definitely not above average, right? Where it's at right now, I mean, like, it's going to have to be like really it, good to get to average. I mean, that's your personal opinion. You can't <laughs> project it on everyone. I'm just saying the the. I mean, I didn't comedy in this. It was it was a, the first two episodes were average to. Decent. Yeah. It's slightly like below decent average, to average. I mean, I think the only thing that I think like the productionary things above average, but like if I was that, watching it as a comedy, then it's really bad. If I was watching it as like a, maybe like a family adventure show or something like that, then I would say it's average, but it's, I'm it watching it as a comedy. So, well, it's like an action adventure comedy. I don't know what it is yet. I'm hoping it yeah. figures more out. Well, I mean, it's based on military, so you automatically have an yeah, like an action space theme force. to it, you know, which is a real thing. Yep. Space force. All right. Uh, well, that was yours. Only thing that you watched. I guess no, I'll go. I watched. No, Josh is only. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. I'll go next. Uh, so, just keeping on the. Scores. Remember, we talked about that. Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury, my favorite working composers right now, they scored a film called Loose. So I finally watched it because it was on Hulu. So the reason I watched this movie was actually because of just because they composed it. (laughs) But I did some looking into it afterwards. This is the same guy that directed The Cloverfield Paradox the year after that. Ugh. Which is insane, because this movie is great. It is so, I don't know, just like darkly real. So it's basically about a kid in high school who was adopted from his parents. Uh, he comes from a part of Africa that's that's um, in basically with an ongoing war. So he was raised to be a child soldier, but they adopt him and they take him out of that life. And then they basically are questioning like some of his beliefs and things like that. Like, were were some of those things ingrained in him so much that he might believe some basically pretty racy things? Um, anyway, just who who is he as a person is what they're trying to discover, and who he is like who who he is portrayed as and who he actually is. So that's like the best part of the movie is the duality like. Who is he portrayed as and who do you portray other people as versus who they really are? And it's actually like a great thing to watch like for now, like in present day for what's going on. Like what do you know, 
what do other people view you as and like what do they kind of expect and you know what you, you really are yeah, yeah like is they view this school district views certain kids in certain lights because of their race things like that and they just kind of shed a light on that but anyway i don't want to give too much away other than i loved it the acting is really good that has uh naomi watts naomi watts of course is great um got tim roth mm-hmm. who's in a lot of Tarantino movies um but the but the main guy kevin kevin harrison jr kelvin kelvin harrison jr uh was really good and yeah of course the score is really good ben salisbury but it actually is a play that was adapted into a movie and you can kind of tell like if you know that after the fact you can kind of tell but it's not like um what was that movie I watched carnage i think is that what it's called what was that roman plansky movie yeah carnage where that was a play adapted and it was all like set in like an apartment but you can tell it's like looks like so much like a play like this doesn't look like that mm. it's very it's much more like cinematic but yeah anyway check it out i loved it and now I want to watch Cloverfield Paradox just to see what the hell happened. <laughs> well, uh, wasn't that a was wait? That you a didn't watch Netflix? it? Yeah, it was yeah. Netflix. Well, I they released it the day like during like the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. They so like it's I'm, on tonight. Yeah, I wondered if and I watched it that day. If some so he wrote Netflix he, had something to do with that. Well, okay, so Cloverfield Paradox has completely different writers than this movie, and he didn't have any writing credits in that, so. I think it was one of those things where, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't say, but I have. The writing was just so bad, and the, obviously, yeah, the studio interference, right? Because they wanted to do a tie-in with um, the Cloverfield series. That movie was supposed to be completely separate. That was actually called the God Particle, and then they wanted to tie it into the Cloverfield series, so they changed things to make it work. It didn't. So I wonder how it, it didn't was work. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the God Particle would have been without any of that. So anyway. He directed that. I I wonder like if you can watch it and be like, oh, is the direction good or whatever? Because if you look at this, like that's why I'm so interested to watch that movie now. I'll I'll watch it for next episode for sure. But I want to watch that after watching this because everything about this like was really good. I mean, there's just a few nitpicks and stuff. Like I'm not gonna give it a perfect score overall. I think it's a a four. But I still loved it. I think it would go up for sure on a rewatch because there's a lot of things you can dig into this movie a lot psychologically and everything yeah you could probably a lot of do that there. for the cloverfield paradox too but i didn't want to yeah <laughs> well i would but you also Luke's didn't like cloverfield uh, 10, lane, 10, 10 cloverfield lane 10 cloverfield yeah. lane which i really liked so. i think but I, well i know i wouldn't say i didn't like it because it's i i think that movie is overrated so there's a difference like I would probably give that movie at least above average, which for me is good, but everybody loves it so much that I just have to, I got to reel them in. I got to say, no, it's not that good. It's overrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's rated exactly where it should be. I don't even know what it's rated at. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little overrated. Mm, right 76 there. minutes. Score. So I think it's maybe underrated. Jacob. <laughs> if anything, it's underrated. <laughs> So I watched a movie called Mother because I wanted to continue on a streak of movies that were controversial. Yes, amazing. So I so haven't seen a- it since the theater, so I, actually, I won't be able to speak too much on it, but I loved it. After watching Salo, yeah. like I was looking at like reviews of other people, 
and one of them said this is like gonna our oh no it was in the review of mother maybe actually it was like this is just gonna be in the most controversial movie since solo or something and i think that's how i found solo actually maybe and yeah so i'm like hey there we go let's see and i don't think it was that like i get like what was the controversial part I yeah. guess at the end the would ending. be the biggest part. And I'm just like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's a violent thing that happened, but I'm like, whatever. I don't know. It wasn't that big of a deal. I've seen worse, much worse, I guess, than that. So, But the my only uh, problems with it is I kind of got what was happening like really early on, like really early on. And then while everything after that was so well done wow like it the whole movie is so well done but i already got what it was trying to say so it was and i don't feel like i guess it wasn't as subtle as it could have been it was just pretty obvious and that was really my only problem with in which is why i it was still really good but that's where it landed for me I do think it could go up. Maybe I missed something. Maybe there was more. It's not subtle for sure. Yeah. I like the ending because even though like you might see what's going on, it kind of puts it in a, it almost reframes it a little bit because you don't expect the ending. You know what I'm saying? You know, the very end, like I'm talking about how it recontextualizes it a little bit. I mean, yeah, but like, I'm like, okay. To be cyclical. But I, I already got that from, like, the first scene. How would like you get that from the first scene? I was like, oh, the gra- my literal first thing, the glass crystal reversing time? <laughs> That's my first note. I have to, see, I have to, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I'm trying to think <laughs> like of it, the, the first, it literally starts, if it gives it away. Like, in the title, it shows it going from, like, old to new. Oh, okay. It goes new to old, and then it goes back old to new. Like, oh. literally, like, the first... Because, yeah. like, the first... During, I think, the credits, it shows it, like, either one direction, and then, like, right after that, he puts it down, and it shows the opposite direction, and then it moves in, and it's her laying down, and that's mm-hmm. exactly how it ended, and I'm like, okay, so I was right. Like, yeah, I haven't seen it in theaters, but... Yeah. Like, okay. literally, that, that, even that part, I'm like, yep, that's literally my first, yeah like, note on the movie was is oh the glass crystals and then like later into is when i was like oh that must be that oh yep it was that and then that was my only problem like it was just too obvious and like predictable but it was so well done like acting was amazing cinematography was amazing the sound like the score was amazing yeah everything else was like really well done and that's why i think it could go up but it just, yeah, the, that just like cut it down the predictability and it wasn't like the most entertaining the whole time. The chaos part was really long, all the chaos parts. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that being like kind of similar to like Uncut Gems, though. It's just like chaotic and you're just like feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. So maybe on a rewatch, yeah, it, it could go up for me. That's exactly. kind of where I land. I'm like, well, now I land in a spot where like I feel. It could go up from versus a spot where I'm like, yeah, it's not going to go up from there. It can't go up for me because I like, love yeah. <laughs> but I it. I wonder if it would really go good. down for me because like it's so, but like I, even though like since when did this come out? 16. 2016. Yeah. So like, even though like I wasn't a full atheist then, like I still love like religious allegories and film. Yeah. Yeah. Like in film and art and stuff. Like I love that stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it would affect it really like 
have it go down because that stuff is like pretty is very very present in yeah other yeah other things yeah <laughs> but yeah no i love like everything was so well done and i already i mean i love black swan i didn't even know going in to this movie who made it and oh, really? i looked i'm like oh he, yeah he's amazing I, I love black swan and i i did not really like know of that much but it was so long ago when i saw it but so maybe you i need to watch others. it it was just so long it's uh 138 minutes yeah so two that's hours not that's not that long no but it 218 felt so long i haven't i need to rewatch that but when i, I remember one of the biggest films. complaints of that movie is the pacing yeah it was just so long ago too when i watched it so who got knows? a good amount of them aronofsky premium coming up it was like um the wrestler you didn't name everybody. I know the wrestler. Yeah. Oh, I did. I just see, thought of that. I saw the wrestler I saw too. The wrestler. I did like the wrestler. Yeah. Well, see, this is my old like self. Eight, never, I think. My old self never paid attention to anything. I just knew what I liked. <laughs> now I pay attention to it. Yeah. Let's see, one, two, three, All right. seven. I'll go since Josh is done. Uh, I rewatched Hereditary. Uh, first time whoop, rewatch. Whoop. Yep. Best horror movie. Yeah, so interesting. I rewatched it uh, at my dad's house with my dad. He was I was scrolling through some movies, and he was like, "Oh, what's that Hereditary?" And I'm like, yeah. "You never seen Hereditary?" I'm like, "Yes, let's Boop. watch it." <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that doesn't really say a lot. But if you know my dad, this would be a funny movie to watch yeah. with him. But anyway, Did he watched the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. It, it hooked him for sure. I mean, he thought it was weird. I think he's like, that was a weird movie, Kyle. I'm like, well, you yeah, should have watched amazing. Midsummer then. Well, I know. But, but I that's th- so that's really interesting because I was going to say that exact same thing is both of them, Ari Aster movies, both horror movies. Like one, someone like my dad could watch Hereditary and like be think it's a weird movie for it's sure, but be amused. Horror, yeah, think. be a classic horror. He could not make it through Midsummer. No, no way. No, that's why uh, <laughs> the director, he's so good. Ari yeah. yeah, Ari Aster is so good because of that. Yeah, that's so like, how I feel about her hereditary. Anybody could like that, but also like people who like but to like pay everybody attention. Everybody makes comparisons like, oh, the hereditary and Midsummer are so similar. Like, well, yeah, because they're the same director, but these movies are completely different. Like, anybody could watch hereditary. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could say there's very similar themes in both. Yeah, like I said, it's the same director, so there's going no, to be thematic like, things. Like, yeah. But, but like every time when people are like ask me, like, What's your favorite horror movie? I'm like, oh, I like Hereditary is probably top. Like, yeah. And then, and he also did Midsummer. And then when I find myself only ever recommending, like, recommending Hereditary. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I never like, uh, maybe. Well, Hereditary right. was was better than. Midsummer. Well, you also got to think. There's a lot of things in Midsummer. I, I just feel like people will just be like, like I don't, I won't it's understand. Hard, it's harder to yeah. recommend Midsummer. Yeah, you, they. And I think I think Hereditary. I do like Hereditary more. I still need to rewatch Midsummer because I've only seen that once. But rewatching Hereditary, it's just cool to pick up on things like I think a lot, like some like good foreshadowing and and uh, breadcrumbs are cool in horror movies. And Hereditary does that a lot. Oh yeah, there's a lot of it. And I didn't know that until rewatching it. I, really. I know like how much I noticed is. it pretty. Early. I think yeah. I noticed the first watch. Yeah, Saint Midsummer I did does. It. It wasn't until the second time. It was a decent amount, too. Because I have seen Hereditary twice, also. Yeah. Never seen Midsummer twice, though. I still only have, like, nitpicks with Hereditary, but part of them being the Wolf Kids' performance a little bit. Nate, uh, Nathan Wolf? Nat Wolf. Nat Wolf. Well, that was close. Yeah. But. Still like it. Like, uh, some people, like, hate it. Like, they cringe at it. Like, they think it's so bad. 
I don't think it's that bad, but like oh no, there's just not like that parts I've of seen it worse that horror movies yeah. for sure. Like Midsummer. <laughs> so yeah, loved it. Or Four I and guess, a half still waiting, waiting to get up to a five, but I don't know if it's gonna happen. Just it'd be hard to get up, you know, at this point. Yeah, the more I watch, the harder it is also right. to boost That's what it I'm up. Saying. Like it should have. I feel like it's it's easier to start. Yeah, even on the second or third watch, maybe you go up to five, but. If by usually by your second watch you're like it's pretty, yeah, yeah, but but there's also different yeah things change. I really want to watch Midsummer again though, and yeah, it's on too. Canopy. Yeah, I thought I watched it on Hulu. Is it? I think I own it. Wait, I own it. It was on Prime for a while, not Hulu. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It still probably is on Prime actually right now. I can find Here. out. Yeah, probably, I'll but look. it's yeah, also on Canopy. Anything else, Jacob? Uh, nope, those are the only two other movies I watched. Okay, well, I'll go quickly then. Like I said, I do want to mention one it's thing that I watched. Prime. What? Prime? It's yeah, Prime. that's what I thought. Uh, when I was talking about Ben Schwartz. Um, it's only HD and Prime. So I was doing, or I was doing some cleaning and things around the house, putting on, so I was putting on some comedy or whatever, and I uh, stumbled across Middle Ditch and Schwartz. So it's... Uh, the- I thought it was like a stand-up or something. Isn't no, it? it's long it's form improv. improv. Oh, I, okay. I watched the first episode. Yeah, so <laughs> it's basically they get their prompts from the audience, and then they get a story, and they just oh, so do like improv. Whose line is it anyway? Kind of style. Uh, no, long form improv though. So that's but, like yeah. short. Yeah. Right. But the same kind of. This is like fifty minutes based off of one prompt. Oh, okay. Instead of like quick things like whose line is it anyway. This is all just. Yeah, one story they tell. Which is a lot harder yeah, to do. Yeah, it's way harder. And they have all these characters they have to keep track of. And it's so funny when they break character and, like, they can't keep track of it. And they're just, like, kind of making it up as they go. And I didn't know, like, you know, how I would how I would agree with it or whatever. Because, like, you know, like we said, comedy is just so hit or miss. But I thought this was amazing. Like, every, all of the episodes, there's only three episodes. It's all long-form improv. And they just... Yeah, it's all just one story, but it's it's so funny, like how they come up with these things and the characters they do, and they have to do different voices. It's just two guys, you know. It's and the, sometimes there's scenes with like ten characters, and they have to do all the different characters. That's it's what. So, so how I so had no idea what's his name, Middle Ditch, Middle Thomas, Ditch, yeah, Middle, Middle Thomas, Ditch. Yeah. I had no From idea Silicon he did Valley. improv because I I loved him Silicon from Silicon Valley. Valley. Like, yeah, he's loved way him. funnier in this yeah. form, like. Cause I've seen him in other things too. And he's like, he always, he gets typecast now into like this awkward guy, but he's really not that way. Like when he's playing, he off was of clearly so like confident. Yeah, yeah. When he was doing that. Cause I watched the first episode and I was laughing. Uh, Cause it was like the people were like invited to the wedding. Yeah. And the all wedding that. Yeah. That was wedding. hilarious. So funny. I forgot I was watching that so or else good. I would have finished it. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first watch episode. The next yeah. It's so funny. I mean, it's not like much to say about it. It's just, long from improv but i wanted to mention it because ben schwartz is in it and like i think it says a lot about comedians to be able to do that for me improv always i love improv like steve carell came from improv it always hits me way more like because i guess it's funnier because you know they're not it's not written they're coming off the top of all the mistakes they make so it catches you right away and yeah it's more real too because yeah they're just guys making this up as they go yeah you know like i watched a I know a lot of people like him, so this might hurt some feelings, but uh, I watched some of, what's the guy's name, John Mulaney? Oh, yeah. I watched some of his stand-up. He's okay. 
Yeah, and I wasn't laughing that much. I'm like, stand up to Tom something Segura where too, I think, I don't think he's everything, laughing. every setup and every punchline should really hit because it's something that you have unlimited time to write and practice, you know? And it just wasn't like, it was a lot of his stuff was clever. It was good, but like, it just wasn't landing as much as, you know, and this is improv and it's all like, it was way funnier to me. But I love, I mean, I love both those guys, Ben Schwartz and Thomas Miller's show. Pretty mm, easy. I like Ben Schwartz. Yeah, John I, Raffia. I like Thomas Miller. Yeah, that's you got to watch Parks and Rec for his character, and you should watch this for Ben. Oh, Schwartz. I want to watch this. Yeah, it's so funny. I like Ben. Schwartz. I love everything he's in. Yeah, check it out. I mean, I liked Silicon Valley until no uh, later. Yeah, and then one last thing, I'll keep it short also because I haven't finished it. But I, <laughs> every episode is the length of a movie, so I figured out at least mention the first episode I watched. Too old to die young. Uh, oh Directed yeah. by Nicholas Winding Refn, yep. and I freaking love this show so far i'm like most of the way through episode two it's hard to watch because it's, it it's a tv show yeah but every episode is an hour and a half so it's you know i i normally wouldn't break it up into sittings like this but i have to because they're so long and i want to and i want to make it through the whole season so um yeah amazing score also uh cliff martinez score so good in this how it's shot it is very slow and i get mm-hmm. any other person yeah i totally get why people hate it but if you like nicholas whining reffin and you like his style then watch this because you will like it yeah definitely isn't as yeah. i watched i think the first like literally i just i ignore every negative review because i'm like okay you can't handle these long shots and these long pauses like i it's gripping to me even to watch just how they like the writing and stuff even though there's these long pauses and stuff, I don't get annoyed or bored. I'm just mm-hmm. like waiting for the next, it's almost like waiting with bated breath for the next thing and the next thing. But yeah, I love it. And hopefully I'll finish it and be able to review the whole season. Yeah. It's 12 hours and 38 minutes. Yep. And there's 10 episodes. Yep. <laughs> and apparently Hideo Kojima is in this movie. <laughs> in what movie? The show. Or in the, the show. show, too old to die young. The creator of uh, yeah, Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that. It, he's just like an executioner in it, or something. It says, but he's one of the interesting. Only, it says cast, and it only says Miles Teller and Hideo <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> What's that on? On Letterboxd. Hmm. No, there's tons. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of characters. It only yeah. shows literally two. Nothing, no one big. Too old to die young. Two characters. Miles Teller and, and there's uh, Kojima. Jenna, Jenna Malone. Jenna Malone's in it. Who and, also uh, works with him. And literally all he, and all he plays yeah. is yeah, Yakuza Executioner. Yeah. Hmm. But that's yeah. dope. He's the, the, the great one. So yeah, there's, uh, there's supposed to be like two episodes that you can watch as a standalone movie if you wanted to. Um, cause that's what he premiered at Cannes for this, uh, show. And like people love, you know, people say, if you just watch those two, it's, it's really was good. It five, I think, I think five, five and is, six or something yeah. like that, or four and five. It's one of those like middle episodes. Five is the highest rated episode. Yeah. It's probably five then. So, but I love episode one and two so far. Like it's great. You should watch it. You like Neon Demon. Anyway, I'm going to watch it. I, I just, oh, it's, it's a prime original. Because I just saw like the first picture on Letterboxd. It's the prime beautiful it, colors. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. and I'm going to watch it. It's amazing. I was just talking about Neon Demon again. I watched, uh, I was showing clips of that to people and no one got it. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to my friend Eric about uh, the ending. And he had like a totally different thing that I didn't see with hmm. the ending. So 
That's a great movie. You know, watch that too. Yeah. Saying like only God forgives, no thank you. <laughs> it's probably I think it's Drive was more like that. that movie was horrible. I Drive was okay. If you think Drive is okay, then you're not gonna like any of his stuff because Drive is the most ex- uh, accessible. I liked film it a lot has. until you mean like the only accessible. I would have yeah. to watch it again. <laughs> like I didn't like it initially. No, so you've only seen it once. Yeah. It's so good, dude. We gotta watch that. Drive. Yes. I can watch it. Is that the, is that month. one of your premiums? Nicholas Winding Refn. Could be, could be. No, that'd be a while. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. pick him anytime soon. Well, that does it for what else we watched or what else we've been watching. Let's talk about uh, what we want to review next week. We, I think we're for sure going to try to watch The Wretched. The Wretched, yep. So that's uh, it's a pretty movie. talked about Yeah, horror movie right now. Love it. Favorite genre. Um, yeah. I'm soaked for it. And then I'm there's like, a lot I'm of good stuff tonight, on Prime. I, um, I don't know if you guys want to do another featured review or if you just want to stick with one. So we're going to say The Wretched for sure. The Wretched for sure. Post another one. Oh, Premature you wanted to watch? We might that throw that in the mix. We'll try to do two we'll though for sure. We'll try to watch a couple movies this week. Hopefully. Yeah. They'll be coming up soon. Give us a follow on Instagram, Southern Cinema Podcast. Send questions and comments to our email which is southern cinema podcast at gmail.com you can follow me on letterbox and untapped at the kg project i'm jsal 517 that's jsal 517 on both of those platforms as well <laughs> and i am on said platforms at josh underscore saldana all right uh logo and artwork by dj mike holiday and that brings us to a close cheers guys it's like Anne Boleyn. Before her beheading, my cosmic sweetheart Your lips tasted of sin, as did your interplanetary skin My beauty, my sweet thing, my cosmic woman And I sang Six days. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been like a week, six days, and like 20 hours. Yeah. Not quite there yet, though. <laughs>